I don't want ordinary people that are not able to burn for something. That voice, those words, belong to the boss of the Confederation of Norwegian Enterprise, known as NHO in Norway, Director General Ole Erik Amlid. NHO is Norway's largest organization for employers and the leading business lobbyist. It counts over 30,000 members, businesses of all shapes and sizes. It's fair to say NHO is their leading voice in Norway. Now, Ole Erik is a true people's person. Warm, friendly, funny, a business leader, an influencer, a man of many talents. Communication intelligence among them. And that's where we'll dig deeper today. But not about his talents. No, about other people's talents, finding and keeping our talents. So let's go back to the start of my conversation with Ola Eric. I'm Saul Cambridge from Ergo Ego. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Nice to be here. Are you busy enough in your life at the moment? Actually, I'm always busy. <laughs> today I'm more busy than ever, but I'd yeah. love to have a break with you yeah. today. Yeah. So maybe you heard a little bit of that introduction. Um, for those people who are listening who won't know, just say a little bit more for us about uh, NHO in Norway. Yeah. yeah. NHO, uh, we are um, we are the confederation of Norwegian enterprise, representing Norwegian business, co- companies uh, from uh, small companies, big companies from all over the Norway. Okay. So we are number one representative for uh, all sectors in Norwegian business, working with politicians, working with uh, the business, working abroad with uh, our uh, Business Europe partners. Okay. How many members, Ole Eric, roughly? More than 30,000 members today. Okay. And you're the the top guy. You're the leader of the organization. Out, out of interest, what, how what is your kind of job title? What's your what's your title in there? I'm I'm the CEO, but in okay. in my business we see a, a general a secretary general. Um, but if you were out and about in doing your day job, or or even you're at a wedding, and maybe yeah. there's some people that don't know you. I mean, because you know you're you're kind of quite well known in Norway, as I understand it. But how how would you introduce yourself to someone that didn't have any idea? Like who you were or what you did. I'm not sure if I start with my job. I often do not do that, but I will tell them, uh, tell people that I'm um, representing Norwegian business. I'm working in NHO. Yeah. Many Norwegian know about NHO, but I don't maybe not don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So then I will tell them that I hope they have a nice wedding, and if they want to talk about Norwegian business, I'm ready. But yeah, and you're available for speeches in Norwegian and in English every time, <laughs> and I often hold have speeches every all over the place, but also weddings. Yeah, yeah. How often are you sort of recognised at a wedding, or you know, it's nothing to do with your NHO life? Do, do people come up to you and go, "Hey, aren't you that guy? Aren't you that guy from NHO? Aren't you the the, the main man?" Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> often I'm recognised, yeah. but uh, some I, I see. Often I see the eyes that I know this guy, but where do I know him yeah, from? Okay. And sometimes, yeah, you're working in the shop, aren't you? No, you're the guy from NHO, but uh, I, I'm not a famous man in Norway. You know, I'm often ha- bringing bad news to people as well because we have yeah. have some something we yeah. have to say that. No, yeah, well, no, I mean to be serious, you're in a high-profile role. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. take that seriously, and yeah. yeah, you're in the media. Of course, you're going to yeah. be recognised sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I might ask you for your autograph later. You will have it, but you have to pay for it, so you know, you have to pay for it. <laughs> All right. I tell you what, let, let's turn the page. We, we've got yeah. you here for a very good reason, actually. So so thank you for coming and joining us today. Um, we're in that galaxy of communication intelligence. 
we thought, didn't we, that we would have a look together at um, the whole question of talent, mm. talent, human talent, yeah. um, not just in Norwegian business, but maybe listeners with us today uh, or when they listen in um, around the world. Yeah. Because the, the challenges of finding the best talent for your business and then when you have found it, how do you keep it? Yeah. Um, but maybe before we take any deeper dive, I mean, how how are you seeing that side of business life at the moment, whether it's globally or Norwegian? What, yeah. what, what's what's in your heart and mind at the moment? This is a global challenge challenge for many many business uh, right. businesses around the world. We know that most businesses are searching for the talent in a, a more often now than yesterday. Because we see in Norway, two or three of our companies tells us that they don't are able to find the talents. Okay. So I think uh, around the world, this will be a more difficult situation. We don't find the talents. We are searching for them. So I think we have to find them also inside our own business, yeah. in our own company. Yeah. But this is actually a very specific uh, problem for us today. All, and I, when I'm talking with my friends in Business Europe, they tell me this is number one challenge all over the Europe. Just staying with that message, I think I heard you correctly. I think you said two from three yeah. uh, businesses say they, they struggle to find the right talent. Two from three. And again, the impression you get from your colleagues around the world or around Europe is yeah. that that pattern would be typical of other economies, yeah? All over the world. Okay. So and he, it's more, yeah. it's, it's a top subject today more than we saw before the pandemic. So here we're really onto something, if I dare say, because you know it's not just a Norwegian challenge. This uh-huh. is a, maybe a global uh, challenge for business leaders. Yeah, you see the same the yeah. same situation in uh, in China, yeah. in the USA. Yeah. And to have an example to illustrate this, in Poland, yeah. eight years from now they will have three million fewer people working in the in Poland. So. Everyone is searching for the best the people, the best talents. Yeah. Just before we uh, take any deeper dives on on like your ideas on um, finding great talent, I think it would be wrong to move on in this chat without uh, just acknowledging what's going on in the world, right? So if I, if I can put on the table, um, we've had that, this, this perfect storm of global <clears throat> challenge. So, yeah. of course, the pandemic came in 2020 and heavily disrupted business life for, yeah. for at least two years. Um, and then if I may also put on the table the, the question of Ukraine and mm. what's happening there, yeah. because for sure, we already know there are deep impacts. Yeah. So if we take the, the COVID uh, mm. situation, mm. again, what's the NHO view? What's, what's your view on the impact of COVID? At first, we saw, had a situation where everything was shut down. <laughs> yeah. And uh, today, everything is up and up. And uh, suddenly we need people. We need people. We had an employment uh, situation in Norway to the pandemic, which was very serious and very dramatic for many, many people. Today, we need people. So we've gone from a very, very sad situation to a very new sad situation where we can't find the people to enter our jobs. And this is a situation, as I told you, all over Europe. Where did these people go? They... First, there was in the pandemic, there was unemployed. That was a very sad situation for everyone, of course. But when we was uh, restarting after the COVID, we saw that there were a lot of jobs where we can't find the people. The people, there was many, many jobs. Everyone who wants to have a job 
can't find a job. But we can't find people to fill his job. And this is sad because we can't develop the solutions for the climate crisis and so on. So we need the people to ch- to meet the challenges. And there are not pe- there is not enough people, actually. Okay. We need people. And where they are, they aren't there. Yeah. We can't find them. Yeah. Which... Yeah, you you know, so you know today. D- today, we have around forty to fifty thousand unemployed uh, people in Norway, but we have around hundred thousand new jobs. Okay, yeah. So w- where are the people? We can't find them. We can't find them in Europe because they have jobs there, there where they are. So this is a very sad situation because we can't solve the challenges the world have to be facing. Follow-up question then, just tuning into that. That sounds like a, there's an important message in there. Um, what what can business leaders in Norway do, if anything, yeah. to help with that? Or does it even need to go even higher than that? Are we even talking about government intervention? Yeah. What can we do, basically? This is a government, this is a European question. Right. It's, it's a very important that EU is working with this because we have to move people from the public sector to the private sector, actually. Uh, we have to be more we have to search for more technology which can solve challenges with technology technology without using people so we have to move people from public sector to private sector but we have to go to asia to find people to africa to find people and this is a very delicate question in norway you know because we have been focused on europe so i think we have to be a little bit more open for bringing people from Asia and Africa to Norway. Okay. What is the sense of delicacy there? You know, all around Europe, there's been a discussion of how many people can we let, uh, how many people can we welcome to Norway, uh, to Germany, to, to, to Sweden as well. So I think in, in Europe, there's been a, we've been going from welcoming people 20, 30 years ago to stopping them at the border because we don't want these people, which I'm very, very provocated. Right. But I think we have to welcome people to Norway because they can have good jobs, can be working in Norway, have good lives in Norway, mm. from Africa, from Asia, mm. from America. But this is a delicate question because in, in the, if you enter the political landscape in Norway, yeah. You see a lot of uh, political parties telling us that we don't want anyone to know why. It does sound like there's a strong message there for our listeners. Mm -hmm. We need to press a reset button with our mindset and our attitude towards, um, you know, uh, incoming uh, labor talent. Yeah. And and because we need them, right? We need them and (laughs) we need them and we should welcome them. Yeah. Because I want to tell everyone around the world, come to Norway. Yeah. It's a great place to have a job, a great place to live. You can have a family, you have a good life because we need them to solve with the challenges. Just as a footnote on that, as as Saul the Brit, yeah. as, a, as a British guy, and you know, you, you know that I spend a lot of time there. <laughs> yeah. so, but I love my Norwegian time. I have to say, I think of all of the European like major economies or mature economies, I think Norway is particularly well placed. Just in my British yeah. opinion, yeah. to do what you have just said, which is to, you know, in a, to, to reset, yeah. to recalibrate, and actually have a, a, a much more open approach to. Yeah. Um, you know, so just to say that. But, well, but you, you know this very well because you're from Britain. So <laughs> the Brexit. Yes. The Brexit. Oh. Oh. I, this is about welcoming people to our country. Yeah. But the Brexit, I, I, 
Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so sad about the Brexit situation. Let's not. Maybe we can take that on another podcast. Maybe we'll do that on another day for sure. But actually, we should. You know, maybe I can persuade you to come back yeah. because actually, uh, yeah, that that's that's a, that's a really interesting part of the galaxy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, exactly. And um, if we take also you know, Ukraine, has yeah. that also has that also taken a bite out of uh, the talent market? Our ability to find and keep good talent. Yeah, actually, that's a problem as well because we uh, we saw that uh, many Ukraine people was working around the Europe, mm. left Europe and going home because they want to be a part of the war, mm. defending mm. the countries. Mm. So then we have many millions Ukraine people leaving Europe, and then th- there was uh, no no one to fill his jobs. Yeah, what does talent mean to you? What, what you know? What is that? What is talent these days? I. It's, it's a quite difficult uh, question to answer because uh, what are talent? We need uh, we need many many talents. But if I try to sum it up, I think uh, a good the talent we are searching are curious, uh, a man or a woman curious, mm. Mm. Uh, more imp- more searching for good answers than good questions than good answers. Mm-hmm. It's people being able to work with other people, not talking to them. So I think we are we are facing big challenges in in the world, cutting emissions, uh, securing people, securing jobs. So we have to find talents that are able to change the world more rapidly than we have been able to do the last years. Yeah, we're in a time where we have to change things more rapidly than we have done the last years. Yeah. and I think we're we're facing we have to do the same in ten years that we have been doing. For 200 years, yeah, and we have to find the people, the young people, the talents, the people with skills that are able to do this, and they have to know. They have to be global. They have to know how the digital situation is. Mm. They have to know how they can change people like me. I have to find people that are different from me. Yeah, and uh, I think we the, the situation with the emissions. Uh, we have to cut. Uh, cli- we have to solve the climate crisis. Yeah. And it, this is very important to have the people to do. And then, then we have a problem when we can't find the people to do it. Yeah. We can't find young people because they have so many other opportunities. They have so many other jobs to, to fill. Yeah. And what, what about this suggestion, Ola Eric? Uh, interested to hear what you think about this one. The idea that in modern business hiring, like m- recruiting talent today, mm-hmm. actually the wise hirers, the, the wise recruiters, are they're not just looking at what skills do we need today and yeah. what, what uh, abilities. They're, they're very much looking ahead down the path yeah. because this is an ever-changing picture. There was some research that I read recently where um, uh, several thousand managers who were surveyed said, if we take on a new young talent today, typically within the first two to three years that they are with us, they will need to acquire up to 10 new skills. You know, it's dynamic for everyone, you know, employer and talent. Mm -hmm. What's your take on that? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So when we are recruiting people in NHO. Yeah. We are searching for for the one, ones who are able to adapt new skills as their daily work. Mm. So we have been recruiting around 250 new employees the last mm. two, three years. Mm-hmm. And these people are, I hope they will be known as able to challenge me, 
able to adapt new skills mm. and able to see the world from a different point of view than me, I'm been able to. Mm. So we are working with uh, most of the headhunters in Norway, and we are been we're been able to find these young people. I think mm. who are able to learn every day. Just on this question of shifting sands and the the demands on employers yeah. and hirers, I'm just going to read for you a little, a little quote from um, actually comes from a Harvard Business Review. Uh, just listen to this because it's quite you know we're on message here. They they say in a recent article the yeah. COVID nineteen pandemic has upended many traditional business practices. Yeah. When it comes to recruiting, the crisis has not so much disrupted as accelerated shifts and changes in the talent landscape that were all kind of already there. So there's this sense that everything has kind of accelerated yeah. and it's a little bit more of a free-for-all, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see the same situation yeah. in Norway. I think in Norway we haven't understand this uh, good enough. Yeah. I see it in Sweden, in Denmark, in Germany, they are in head of us. Yeah. In this, so I, have, I, th- I think in Norway, we have this problem that everyone can do whatever they want. We don't see the crisis coming, and we are not been searching for these talents uh, enough. And I, I see that my colleagues in the in the number one companies in Norway, mm. Mm. they have a problem with making their colleagues understand what this is. Is what this the problem is? So I, I hope I hope we understand this in Norway as well. I'm going to come to the crunch question in a moment, yeah. which just to warn you, because, you know, I know you're like a little bit of a heads up there. Um, the crunch question <laughs> is, what advice would you give people hiring and recruiting today? But just a final, a final, I want to put one other thing on the table. Yeah. Finally, um, observers are also noticing yeah. that um, these days um, employees themselves are sometimes in quite a strong bargaining position, like yeah. if you're a young talent, and they're, they're increasingly selective uh, with their research and how they even choose a company that they might apply to. Yes. So would you agree that there's a slight shift yeah. in the balance of power, if you like? Absolutely. Between hirer and hiree. Yeah. Yes. Is, is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, when I was entering the labor market and I was starting my job, I have to go to the to the business, to the company, and I was competing with much uh, many people. Yeah. Today, the companies have to come to me yeah. and tell me, we want you, but I am the power situation now. Yeah. So if uh, I have told my, my daughter and my son that they, are, they have the power, you have to find someone to job for, which is giving you the yeah. best situation. I think so uh, this is a very shifting uh, sound. It's a new way, and I see this in in NHO. We have to search for people. We have to go, we have to visit the people, telling them to come to us, and we ask them, do you have a friend? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're able to work at us as well. We we need two of you. Yeah, we need a friend, we need your friend. Can you drive a minibus? Yeah, Yeah, how about seven? Okay, so come on, let's come to the crunch. Let's get to the crunch. What advice, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. No, no, no. What advice can you give to um, leaders or headhunters out there, you know, for for finding and, and, you know, encouraging great talent? You have to look inside your company. First and foremost, see if there are talents around you that you are not be able to give the opportunity to be a talent. So you have to take care of the people you have. You have to take care of your staff. And maybe there are people around you which are much, much more talented than you have been uh, seeing so far. 
So because there is so difficult to find the people outside the company, take care of your people, take care of your staff. Mm-hmm. But if you don't find the people, you find the talent around you, you have to go out and then you have to search for the purpose-driven talent, the talent with which are able to find the, the right solutions for you, be, uh, as I told you, be better at asking questions than finding the answers. I think it's very important because you're going to live in a changing times and then you have to find the people who are able to take you to the next step mm. and find the people who are different from you. But I think first and foremost, find the people around you. There are talents mm. next to you we haven't seen so yeah. yet. You, you used a very interesting phrase in there, uh, Ola Eric, which was purpose-driven. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of uh, landed with me, but I need you to illuminate that. Could say a bit more about that. What is, what yeah. is the, the, the sense of purpose-driven? I think you have to have an ethics standard. You have to believe in something. You have to be burning for the job. I, don't, I, I wouldn't find place for a man or a woman to work in any show if they're, they're burning for my purpose, giving business the opportunity to be business, giving my companies opportunity to be good at developing technology for climate crisis, to meet the climate crisis. You have to burn for something. Mm. So if you are purpose-driven, I think you are able to go through walls Mm. to do what you're good to. And I want that, people. I don't want ordinary mm. people that are not able to burn for something. When I'm talking with my children about this, they want to work with things that matters. They want to be a part uh, of something greater than working for um, for the EBITPA. <laughs> they want to do something that matters. They want to... My, my son, he wants to develop uh, solutions for... Uh, Bringing po- people out of poverty <laughs> with uh, with uh, with uh, computer-based uh, uh, computer-based uh, what do you call it AI-less uh, solutions. Okay, they want to do something that matters for everyone um, around the world, and I think we have to tell the young people that we are welcoming into the, our companies that. Today you're going to work with things that matters for thing for other people than yourself. Uh, challenging, uh, facing challenges with uh, the climate crisis, making people living in a world where we don't have wars. And yeah. This is very important. Yeah. And we have to give them a chance to change people like me. So when I when <laughs> I okay, uh, I think I have four times a year as I meet my my new employees. Uh, and we are uh, the last two years uh, been welcoming 250 new new uh, colleagues in NHO. I tell them you don't enter, you don't work here to do the same as my me and my colleagues, former colleagues. You have to change. We in Norway have expression the new expression the new wine. You know the new wine, which is uh, not the old wine, the new wine. So you have to be the new wine. Yeah. And I hope, really hope, that some of these people will come, will enter my office, uh, come to my office and say, you have to stop working here, Ulerik. You're not not a new wine, so you have to leave this place. (laughs) Really. Well, (laughs) 
Tell me a bit more about the quality of the new wine. What does that yeah. new wine taste like? What, yeah, it's. <laughs> I like wine. Uh, actually, I like, like old wine as well. But <laughs> but uh, but uh, the the new wine and the, the my favorite new employee, the talent, would be able will have energy. Will as I told you, will search for the good question, not the good answer. I think that the, my talents have to work with people, have to search for answers that we are not... Uh, you You have to give new answers to all questions. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I had... A, last week I had a, one of these talents on my office. I often have meetings with them. Mm-hmm. And he, he was, uh, I think, 28 years. And I asked him, do you have an advice for me? And this... This this, this uh, young man, nervous in my in the meeting, uh, nervous to meet yeah. me, say, say, yeah, I have one uh, one advice. You must talk a little. You, you don't talk. Too, you talk too much. You talk too much. He told me, talk, you talk too much uh, when we have meetings. Okay. Uh, and I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I had couldn't find a word. <laughs> word. <laughs> I I was speechless, Uh, but I I said to him, you are my man. Yeah. Coming into my office, telling me to talk uh, less. Yeah. That's, think about this this boy. He's a boy, actually. He's the same age as my son. He will be a talent. He, I, I. I'm quite sure that he will take my job in a few years. Isn't, from that, isn't that super? Yeah. And, and I dare say the, the feedback you talk too much in meetings, trust me on this one, I, I would get exactly the same from that yeah. young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I yeah, so yeah. would, and from my colleagues every yeah, day, yeah. Uh, and from you sometimes maybe. No. Yeah. Now, I just want to dwell on one thing. You, you, you said a, a short while ago this idea of yeah, ask ask questions. Yeah. This thing, now, this is what yeah. part of the, the flavor of ask questions. Yeah. If I could put a word on that, be curious. Be curious. Be curious. Yeah. Uh, be curious. Test boundaries, yeah, innovate, yeah. challenge. So yeah, yeah. let's talk a bit more about that. So curiosity. Um, how and can... seek failures. Okay, yeah. I think seek failures because yeah. when I was, uh, I had a job before I get uh, before I entered NHO uh, in the media sector. We were celebrating every Friday failures. To this week, we had we had done this wrong. Yeah, yeah. we like to do, do things wrong, but then we know what we to do right next yeah. time. Yeah, curiosity. And uh, and uh, an agility of learning, mm. it's very hard to measure those things. I mean, <coughs> you can only get a sense of that in someone. Yeah. It's not yeah. like a math test, is it? Uh, I'm not sure. You can do a math test, but you can. Uh, when I we, when we are hiring people, when we are searching for the best talents, we actually uh, have we use more time than other com- companies. We have case. We are working with cases. They have to be uh, facing. Uh, uh, cases where they have to be uh, searching for answers that we haven't been finding finding before, but I'm I think this is more searching for a right personality mm. than searching for for the uh, their education or what they've done. They have to be curious in the interview situation when you are headhunting them. Mm. Okay, this is like the modern approach, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
hope so. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> Let's just try to sum up. Yeah. Um, if we were to make it like maybe the power of three, like three top tips. Um, why don't I go first and then you can put me right? <laughs> yeah. you, you can tell me where I've gone wrong or that I haven't been listening. Okay. Yeah. So let, let's just let's go. So three top tips from you yeah. and me to to, to our, our lovely listeners. Yeah. Right. On the question of uh, searching for talent and yeah. finding talent, you know, uh, the traditional mold has broken. Yeah. Forget it. It's gone. It's, yeah. a, it's a very different game. It's dynamic and you've got to be fluid and flexible. Yes. Uh, the, the old way has gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second, um, if we come to like keeping talent, as you say, it's um, it's a different mindset. It's um, being curious. It's pushing boundaries. It's daring to fail, mm. which, again, it kind of smashes the traditional mold, doesn't it, a little bit? Mm. And I think my third main takeaway, in no particular order, by the way, is this idea of on a bigger scale, changing our attitude and our mindset. Yeah. For example, in Norway, mm-hmm. towards non-Norwegian labor and talent. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Did, did Fine. I get that about okay? I like it. I like it. In May the, I add, add one thing? You absolutely yeah. should. That um, I think also that uh, leaders on Norway, uh, business, leaders in business also have to be a more curious about the people they're searching for. Because uh, my my son, uh, he is studying philosophy, and he could uh, study law or medicine or anything else, but he chose philosophy. And I said, yes, I like it because when you are when you are a philosopher, you will be searching for answers that you have been not finding before. Mm. And I think we as leaders of Norwegian business, we have to find these people. Not the ordinary people, which are, yeah, my, my daughter is starting at BI, the Norwegian Business School. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. But we also have to find people from uh, philosophy uh, studies, from uh, being uh, uh, the pe- uh, the young people studying for theology, for, for example. Yeah, go, go to different pools. Yeah, f- f- search for pe- people that are different. Fish in different pools, yeah. not always the old traditional yeah. ponds. So, yeah. so the third one. All right. Well, thank you for that. I think that's a nice wrap on. Um, so hopefully there's some good some good thoughts in there. Ulrich. Thank you for for people listening in, especially on the hiring side. Um, yeah, we've got a kind of magic hat. We have a magic hat, and in the magic hat uh, there are uh, ten random. Should we say colourful, playful questions? Yeah. We're going to have a look at maybe two or three of the questions and okay. let's just see where we go. So if you don't mind picking a, a, something out of the magic hat for me, yeah. um, what number have you chosen? This number is number nine. Number nine. Okay. The question, please, uh, good sir. What makes you hopeful in the world of communication? What makes you hopeful in the um, world of communication? Uh, my daughter. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. My daughter. She is she is clear, honest, uh, and loud, and I think very many young people in this uh, entering their their jobs now are have been learning communication in school in the school. Okay. So uh, my daughter is she something almost like a role model for you? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Uh, say a bit more. It, what 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 qualities does she bring to her communication that you you notice and, and admire? She yes, as I told you, she is very clear. Loud, uh, honest. She, uh, <laughs> she she's smiling most of the time, yeah. and she's very clever in telling people the real story. So I I I love my daughter. 
Let's just see what happens now. Let's see if you can mess up. What if you've chosen now? You can, me- <laughs> you can mess me up, so... Oh, come on. I want you to mess up. Mess this up. This is uh, number eight. Number eight. All right. Oh. <laughs> What's that? Ola, Eric. Yeah. Okay. I should do a little drum roll here. Okay. What makes you angry? <gasps> what makes you angry? I'm, you can tell me. I'm not angry. Man to man. I'm not on. angry. I'm not angry. I haven't been angry for many, many years, actually. <laughs> but I'm a little bit angry. Maybe a little bit angry uh, is when I Come on, see that people, people is... Uh, uh, I'm not angry. Actually, I'm not angry. Okay. I don't like people. I I'm don't like people, uh, upstiff people. I don't like people that are arrogant. That's a very Norwegian. T- yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. it's 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 a very, when I have my position. Yeah. I can okay. take these people and yeah. crush them. Okay. I, I I can't have this job okay. if I'm being angry uh, often. Oh, Eric, you know what? Come on, let's go. Let's go again. He's dipped in. Okay. And the number is the number <gasps> drum roll number seven. So number seven. Number seven. Do you realize you've chosen seven, eight, nine? Anyway, number seven. Oh, what is the main thing people in your business? do wrong and can you give an example we often find the people that are too similar to ourselves okay we are searching for copycats that's not good okay and you have recent you have regular examples of this in NHL? yeah but you see it uh, men are recruiting men for example okay so too many leaders are searching for the people that are too much alike them uh, too much similar to themselves we see that men are recruiting men. We see that uh, they often are uh, searching for the people that they, they know, they know their father, they know a sister. So we are, we, I think we are, we have to be more curious when we are searching for the new, new, our new employees. F- finally, like final couple of thoughts yeah. to share with you. If we, if we take a bit of our own medicine, uh, as Ergo Ego, your, your podcast hosts, we have this uh, sort of model that we're very proud of. But we, we call it the communication code. The communication code, and it's six steps of um, how to prepare, perform, and like feedback yeah. in any communication that matters. Like, you know, again, communication intelligence. Now, the final of the six steps is very much a reflection step. So we're, we're kind of rearview mirror. How did it go? How did I do? Um, before I ask you what you think we did here today, because yeah, yeah. that would be fun. Yeah. But just talking generally about the concept of that, that kind of performance feedback, how good are you in NHO, would you say? What, what's it like um, in, your, in your business? Mm, good question. Uh, I will. Um, I hope that we're good on feedback, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think we have to put uh, feedback in a more in a system that we use it every day and every every month uh, have but have uh, feedback sessions but I th- really think that we are very keen on having feedback uh, in every situation in it so but uh, I ha- you have to ask the people around me yeah I I think that they will say that Ulerik is o- often searching feedback but I'm not sure if he is listening I mean, one, one sorry. Of, <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I was actually just listening to you. That I was reminded of the story of the 28 year old yeah. who who you had in the uh, yeah. innocent. He gave you that. That was pretty strong feedback, wasn't it? Like you're talking to the main man, to the big boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You talk too much in your meetings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think it was. It was. I was astonished. He was. But that was a feedback meeting. That was a feedback meeting. Mm. And for him, I think it was important for for him to say it. And mm. 
<laughs> and mm. yeah, I will I will promote him. What what kind of feedback do do you give to your colleagues? Like specifically, if you find yourself sharing feedback, uh, mm-hmm. what kind of feedback are you giving people typically? I think uh, the people around me will uh, tell you that I'm very clear. I'm very to the point. Very to the point. Okay. So they they understand what I'm giving them a uh, can you now feedback can you now see the discomfort in my face as a british person yeah i can see i can see you but can I, uh, can you see the panic in my eyes like what you're going to be direct yeah i want no no subtext no no subtext <laughs> but i think i'm not sure if they say i'm not angry and i'm not impolite but but seriously so to be direct clear and direct ah, I, yeah. yeah i hope that they will tell you that come on give me some feedback on today come on Now is your chance to feedback to me. Come on. Hey, you're great. I love you. You know, and that's why I'm working with you as all. I love you. And you're very, very good in giving me feedback. But I think you can be more direct to me. Okay. When we yeah. and and yeah, but I think you can Ulrik, this was good, this was not good. But I I like this session and you're very I, I love you, Nisol, you know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have good good times together. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, be more direct. That's it's actually you have to give my me the feedback I will. as well. I will. Okay. Um, on the plus side, I always uh, enjoy being with your warmth. You know, yeah. your energy. You're, you're very focused. You're 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 very direct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, constructive. I don't know. I mean, we talk about some things about saying words like digitalization. You know, we we yeah. can trip up over some business English, but yeah. I think I think in terms of like a being with your mind and your yeah. and your business behaviors, um, I'm not sure that I would presume to give you too much you know, sort of constructive feedback. Um, That's I, I, if I had more time with you, I would explore this angry question. I, I think there's something <laughs> there's something in there, but maybe we do that another day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so, is there a ribbon around this session that you would like to tie for us? Is there is there anything that we haven't covered that you feel no. you would just like to share? Because I, I feel it's been a nice, complete sort of package in the galaxy here. Mm. What's the main takeaway? What's the what's the final takeaway that you would love people to hang on to? Always be searching for the people that are doing things another way than you will do it. Search for the people that are thinking in a different way. I think it's very important today to find these people. What a what a lovely final thought that was. Thank you, Ole Eric. So uh, just uh, thank you for joining us today, and we would love to see you back again sometime. I will come back if you're inviting me. 